Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome into the PHNX Rising post-game show. Uh, yeah, Phoenix Rising, nil-nil draw. Scoreless first nil-nil draw they have had all season. Um, couple chances here and there, really, you know, not too, too much throughout. Think Rising at times. And really, uh, large portions of this game were the better team. Um, my, my estimation, I know we're going to get into it with both of us, is I think they were a bit more front foot than some of their other lackluster draws earlier on in the season. But nevertheless, um, you know, the winning streak is stopped. The unbeaten run continues. And here we are, rising at a point out of it. I am Max Simpson. I am joined by, I am uh, in a different dungeon today. Um, yeah, moved. Here we are, a little shadow next to me. What all do you expect? I'm joined by Owen Evans, uh, who is not in a dungeon but he is in Tulsa so buddy I don't know if that if that's much better <laughs> I'll leave that to you to determine Max yeah 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 how, how are we doing man how uh, how are we feeling about that result and the performance it was a long 90 minutes wasn't it in some yeah. ways it, yeah. and when you, when you look at it past that as well uh yeah not wanting to bring out the old cliche of course about the game of two halves but that is how it felt um you look at the very first you know the first half and just how it went rising 56 percent of the ball mm-hmm. uh by and large getting better shots off um only marginally more shots but it felt as though in that half mostly tulsa the, the main threat was coming via their their speed their ability to counterattack in those moments um and then the second half you you flip that around tulsa has 65 percent of the possession in the second half rising mm-hmm. switching to it felt in many ways in the second half as though what we saw was either rising would go very direct they'd be looking at one pass two pass and then trying to get a shot off or they were going in the complete opposite direction in that second half and it was pass 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 no real urgency no real forward movement um and therefore it would fizzle out uh, at the end of the day, a point is a point. Um, there, there are worse results you could have had away from home, especially uh, when you come and you, you've got to play on a playing surface like this, and obviously oh, with yeah. the travel. But at the same yeah. time, from Phoenix Rising's perspective, it's one of those games where we discussed this going into the game. Obviously, you come in wanting three points. You know mm-hmm. it's not going to be the easiest. San Antonio found that out last week, but at the same time, it's that awkward one, isn't it? Whereby you really can fall down on either side of the the one point gained or the two points dropped. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. You know, I, I think it's kind of like going off your point right there. Was at times maybe there were bits and pieces where hey, Rising showed a bit of urgency, and I will credit their midfield. It seems from defense mid. They really were looking to break lines, at least in a there. And much, uh, this is where I kind of caveat with, this wasn't like in previous performances earlier in the season where all you see is swing to one side, swing the other, swing back around, and there's not threatening through the middle. There was a bit, and yet 
we did see that this was a notable deviation away from these last three matches where, okay, there's maybe a bit more directness. There's a bit more of that threading the needle through the midfield into that final third. We just didn't quite see that today. Um, I mean, yeah, listen, it's tough. You definitely want to continue the winning streak. You're happy at least to take a point on the road. Yes, I'll be at the team, but there could be worse results, could be worse performances. Again, the unbeaten run continues, but uh, definitely one where you look at the team that you're playing, you look at how Ryzen has been doing, you'd like more, but uh, there it is. But you have to bear in mind as well, those recent games when Phoenix Rising have been picking up the wins, what we often noticed in those matches is the game has, yeah, it's been better in overall, but the, mm. the biggest improvement has come in those handful of moments. And it's been a, a case of just rising, really punishing the opposition in those individual moments. And it's often Danny Trejo. It's often Manuel Arteaga. We didn't quite mm. see that today. That's not what we saw from this Phoenix Rising team. In, in the first half, you'd have those moments where maybe the finishing wasn't quite there. Maybe there was one moment in particular, the ball is played through to Danny Trejo. He takes the touch, tries to get the turn, but the touch is a little bit too heavy. It lets the defender get between him and the ball. Um, later on, you have him taking that little bit too long to get a shot off. It allows the goalkeeper to smother it. We see the same with Gabby Torres in the second mm -hmm. half. He gets that big breakaway opportunity and he just waits too long to take the shot. It yep. allows the defender to recover and ultimately it goes out for a corner. But if you take away those kind of moments in, in some of the previous games, it's not as though they were head and shoulders above their opposition. Mm. Again, the Phoenix Rising team we've seen in recent weeks, have they taken a step up? Yes, but they've taken a step up just often in those handful of moments where the talent of some of these players has really shone through. When they get frustrated in the way they did tonight, then you're going to have trouble. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, again, I think the, the intent was a lot better than what we've seen earlier on the season, but I, I think right to your point, it's just a uh, today, uh, you know, whether, whether it's uh, whether it's going away, whether it's just maybe not their night, whether it's the, at, I'll say it at best questionable play uh, pitch side playing surface. It was, they were just a step late pretty much uh, everywhere across the board. Do you want to shout out everyone in the chat? What's going on, everyone? Uh, a lot of comments, uh, of course, about the shadow next to me. Yep, fantastic. Thank you, guys. The Max in the shadow realm. Okay, Max the shadows buying beers. Okay, well, yeah, that yeah, charge it to that guy. Charge, charge it to that that guy. Not a problem. Uh, seeing Daniel Barry sports highlights. Hey, how's it going, Marlon? In the chat. Boring. Did not like uh, the match tonight. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it's one of those where it's you want the taste of victory. You want the exciting results, especially coming off a pretty spoiled week where Rising was just on it, and definitely all matches were pretty thrilling. But hey, not always going to happen. Let's uh, let's actually get into the numbers, right? Uh, doesn't tell the full story, and actually a bit more even. Again, going off the numbers, these are you know updating as we all know, so these might be not quote one hundred percent accurate. They're actually tomorrow. dead on what it currently is at the moment max well thank you all righty i yeah. love how you say that. i love how you say that too you little this guy all righty well anyway we got uh yeah no no draw it is 0.87 xg for rising 0.49 for tulsa possession pretty even uh, around the 50 50 mark for both team shots pretty even 14 for rising 11 for tulsa and then uh on goal also pretty even there three for rising two for tulsa there um yeah, it's uh, you know, kind of kind of not too much separating these teams. Again, I think Rising had 
Move with some of the better chances again. It, this maybe is a different game if again, you know, guy, you know, Gabby Torres, uh, you know, uh, step step faster. Manuel Arteaga had a had an opportunity in uh, the first half where Wright cuts it back, kind of does really well to kind of create something out of nothing, and just you know isn't able to curl it past the keeper. There's moments here and there. Uh, I think Tulsa had one kind of point blank opportunity. Well, actually, one point blank opportunity that um, got uh, tagger slips. Kind of, you know, fizzled out a, a decent at- attacking chance. And then another one, right? Uh, Rocco has a nice save, pretty much right to him. But, hey, he does what he needs to do. And, again, that's kind of all separating these two teams through this one. It is. It is. You know what? Should we should we have a listen, actually, to uh, Juan Guerrero's overall thoughts now that we've shared our own? Let's do it. Important point on the road. If, if you can't find the, the possibility of the ability to win the game, you don't lose. And tonight first half I was I was very very pleased the way we were playing the way we were breaking lines we should have been better and more clinical in the final third but Owen look, look over your shoulder it's you should walk the field before you get out it's it's very very hard to play on that side of the field it it, it makes it very very difficult I think we we created enough chances and, and we stretched them enough to put ourselves in good positions and then it was it was very difficult to execute um, again, it's not an excuse. We, we still should have been cleaner. We should have probably scored one in the first half. That puts us in a different position in the second half. Then in the second half, it becomes difficult because then you're playing on that side of the field. You want to try to absorb a bit of pressure without taking too much risk because of the field. And it became difficult. And I don't want to take credit away from Tulsa. In the second half, they came on. They pressed a lot higher, knowing also that that side of the field is difficult to play on. And they, they made us be more direct. Being more direct, we struggled a bit because we couldn't really control the game how we wanted. And listen, we I want to see the video again. I think we had still, even though we couldn't control the game as much as we wanted in the second half, we probably had one or two clear chances that, that could have been better um, executed. We move forward. Um, next week, I mean, we, we have an important game at home, but following that, is, it's another three-game week. So it's on the road. We came to the east, and we take a point, and we keep moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Take, take a point. Keep moving forward. Um, just, it's kind of a weird match to sum up, man. It's uh, again, it's, I don't know. Like it's kind of one of those where at least for me, um, I don't really feel incredibly positive or incredibly negative about it. Like uh, just keeping everything in mind, you're trying trying to be even kiltered, especially coming off the week that they did, especially coming off the performances that they did. And just knowing this, like it's uh I don't know. I'm I'm I'm, just, I'm very indifferent about this entire thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I will say uh, I know there's some discussion going on on this one in the chat. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Obviously, it was raised by Juan. Uh, I know that many of you watching uh, from Phoenix uh, via the broadcast will have will have seen the field. There is actually I've got a, a little picture here to show you from what it looks like at that yeah. level. You can see the little bump there. Um, it's not ideal. Um, they're not great conditions to have to play, and I understand what Juan is saying um, with the way that he put it. The the issue, I think, is that Tulsa was prepared in a way That's in the first it. half mm-hmm. to play directly, um, to utilize pace, and to catch on the break in a way that Rising maybe was not quite so well set up in the second half. And you have to be able to do that to nullify the the, the press that's going to come in when you're playing in that kind of an area where from Rising's perspective, if everything was going their way, what they'd be doing is they'd be passing that ball around the back. Um, they'd be looking to slowly build out from the back and to wait for the opportunities to appear as they're 
further up the field but but in this case because there's obviously that risk the ball can bobble around a little bit if you've got players high pressing in those moments that's not going to be particularly uh, effective you're going to run the risk there of, of giving the ball away in some very dangerous positions so yeah um it's the way I'd put it is this, the way that people were saying in the chat, yes, both sides do have to play in the same conditions. Of course they do. Um, it's possible sometimes though that one side is better set up in order to do so than others. It's not great. Um, we, we've known this for years. There are multiple stadiums in, in USL that have similar field conditions. Um, as a team in USL, you should be set up in such a way that you are able to adapt, you are able to deal with the fact that that is a strong possibility. It will happen several times a year. It happens here. It happens in New Mexico. Um, over the years, admittedly, some of them have started to fade away. We've seen some of those teams move or fold. or But, but at the same time, you still know that this is a possibility, that there are baseball stadiums in this league that you have to play in. With, I mean, even some of the others aren't active baseball stadiums don't have particularly good field conditions you know often point towards places like cashman field for that one um but you should as a usl team be better able to to adapt in this case the direct play did result in one or two opportunities for rising but not mm-hmm. enough not enough no, one hundred percent. Right, and I, I think to address the chat, right, like uh, either uh, us or rising, right. I don't think anyone's going to make excuses and saying that the pitch was a sole reason or even necessarily a a um, <clears throat> a majority one or anything like that. Like, listen, I think at the end of the day, it does come down to you know one one of these teams is playing on this type of pitch more often. There's definitely more familiarity. It's definitely something that listen, we'll call it what it is. They could very much use that to their advantage. But I think the reality is, is if you even put this on a immaculate pitch, like oh, say like reach 11, that's a joke in there. Uh, You know, rising, I think I still don't, I'm not going to say that they're going to be winning this match either, right? I think that plain and simple, they were still a step behind. I don't think the pitch is going to necessarily change the result. Maybe it has an impact on a, you know, a through ball here and there, but honestly, like I'm not chalking it up to that. I do think it is a factor. I just don't think it is a, uh, a necessarily majority one, right? I'm I'm looking kind of going up a little bit further in the chat. Looking at John Johnny McPee's uh, comment too often. Trey and Arteaga holding onto the ball too long, not playing passes to teammates that were open. Yeah, I get they've scored goals, but had to focus on the out ball versus forcing glory. You know, that's really a tough one, right? Because on the one hand, you know, you agree, especially in a match like this where did get held up a bit in the final third. Um, I think there were maybe some outlets, uh, you know, and opportunities to hey put a few more crosses in the mixture we didn't see that quite quite as much as i thought given the space but, but i will but the, but, i will i will hold up, hold on max i'm gonna hop in there and just say okay. i don't feel okay. as though the crossing overall was particularly good when it did occur today fair enough fair enough i will say this though going back to his comment though of like actually holding on the ball you have two guys who again in their last three matches have scored you know each have scored in the last three matches you don't want to overly dictate and completely like say, Hey, change the way you're playing or, you know, it's win or die by if they're putting the ball in the back of the net. But I mean, if you got to get a shot as any again and go off this match, probably going to come through those guys. Yeah. 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 It's, I, I feel as though John, John was reasonably accurate though. in his, his sentiment in that what you'd see at moments would be certain players. I, I remember in the first half Panos, uh, putting a shot on from from distance. Um, it was one of those ones, it just goes over the bar, but you, you understand as you watch it that the team is not creating many good opportunities. Yeah. Sometimes you have to just 
take a shot like that on, just let it rip and see what happens. I feel as though there were moments where Manu Arteaga and Danny Trejo were getting the ball in high traffic areas and trying maybe to do too much with it or just generally they, they're not getting a shot off that's particularly mm-hmm. good. They're not finding a teammate and they're trying to do too much with it in those moments. If Yes, you are leading the pack at the moment for the golden boot, but at the same time, when you are in those moments, you know that they're packing deep. They, they're playing with a back five and, and at times are definitely very willing to defend with all five of them um, sure. in a pretty just packing the, the spaces. Um, but you, you've got to be willing to try and spread them out a little bit more, um, utilize other teammates that are making runs into the final third, um, find other ways there. I mean, eh, yeah. I mean, I mean goalie man Pat hops in the chat here with the, uh, the comment about how the, there's no real chance of crosses accurately put into them. I, I, I broadly agree. I don't think the crossing was, was good. Right. I mean, I, I said this just then, um, to you and your point, Max, but I, I wonder quite what is, what is up with that? There were a couple of ones that were just over hit. There were other ones that weren't going to good spaces. Um, by and large, you've, you've got to find ways to make that aerial threat uh, work, make it effective. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think um, a couple of them, right. You have a couple guys, a couple of them were even just like mistimed, right? I mean, I think it's either some too early, some where there were corner balls played into the wingbacks, just kind of overhit. It then forces them to kind of hit a one-timer, cross the box, put in the mixer, just kind of no one, not, not everyone on the same page there. Right. Um, it's tough, it's tough, man. Right. I mean, you know, it's not one where you can, I think, saddle it on any one player, right? You you know, you have Arteaga, you have Trejo looking to do something, right? I mean, we have Trejo hitting that laser from 35 yards plus out uh, in the last week. And it's one of those where, hey, you proud a guy for trying something and this match could have used something like that. But, hey, it's just, it just wasn't on. It just wasn't on those. It's a tough team to break down. And that's where it's at. Uh, we were actually kind of talking. We were trying to find a... <laughs> Uh, a man of the match in uh, this type of performance. And, you know, I, I guess this is kind of maybe going off of kind of on both ends in a way, a complete performance. I get that he, I, I might get some flack for this, right? I might get some flack. He missed uh, that opportunity in a sense by the defender catching up, but we do have a man of the match. It is going to be the one, the only Gabby Torres, four shots, eight of 17 duels, won. both the eight duels, one and the 17 duel attempts tops on the team. Same thing for his tackles, both in attempts and tackles one, four out of four there. Again, he has uh, that opportunity just to uh, touch too far, but I do think that he had actually quite an active day, lots of good dribbling down that uh, sideline. And I think honestly, he, he shut down that side relatively well. I think that if you're looking for a guy, maybe him, maybe Jose Andres Hernandez, but I think guys who were incredibly active today, really seemingly all over the pitch. Yeah, I think you need to you need to look at the way that, that Tulsa were attacking. That you're right, they were not targeting the side of the, the pitch that Gabby Torres was on by and large. Um they they weren't trying to take him on and when they were they weren't particularly successful in doing so. Feels as though most of the times, yes, they're attacking with pace, they're doing it down the other side. So yes, pretty good uh, solid performance for him up against his former club here and uh yeah, I suppose if you if you have to pick someone coming out of a game like that, he's he's definitely a reasonable choice. That's a that's a fair fair. If I definitely have to pick someone uh, to go fill up a gas and a reasonable choice, it is gonna be Circle K. Shout out Circle K. No, they got out there in OK uh, Oklahoma, right? They're nationwide. They're in Arizona. It is Arizona's 
not just Arizona's thirst stop, it's America's thirst stop, right? Download Circle K app for free. Join their inner circle, inner circle program in the app for free. You guys get a lot of rewards, right? You get five, your first five Phillips, 25 cents off per gallon. You get five free pour pops immediately upon signing up. They're going to send you a free, you know, free snacks, free bag of chips, literally just upon signing up. It's fantastic. And then every six, uh, you know, hot uh, snack you buy, hot food item, all of that jazz, it's going to be free. They just, you know, being a member of Circle K Inner Circle program, you get three cents off a gallon every single time you fill up after those first five, uh, 25 cents off. It's freaking awesome. Shout out Circle K. Just good stuff. They are absolutely everywhere. Um, yeah, check them out. Good time. Good people. And uh, yeah, appreciate them. Uh, we're looking out for promo code soon, but uh, shout out, okay, always a good time. Shout out our friends as well at uh, OG's Brands, right? OG's Brands, they got the gummies, they got the, de- the best darn scratch made gummies in Arizona. Oh, and unfortunately, you cannot get them out there where you're in Oklahoma. But those of you who are watching in Arizona, which I know the chat you are, check them out at your local dispensary. Check them out at ogsbrands.com. Check them out on social everywhere at OG's Brands, uh, right? The fruits, the creams the minis back on the shelves for those of you who are a little kind of curious trying to dip your toes in the water don't want the full thing just a little touch of it it's fantastic again check out og's brands at ogsbrands.com you must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly mm-hmm. okay 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 you know we we did talk we did talk a bit about right some of the players looking for guys to stand out and you know there were some interesting lineup situations but i know also even guys guys coming in rotating in the squad i believe if i'm not mistaken you did manage to talk to one about this yeah about the uh the choice on on the subs and why yes. he took so long ultimately oh, to yeah. make his oh, yeah. his first sub in this game let's have a listen to what juan had to say because I, I i felt that the game was again it, it was controlled it was it was not it was not we were not creating a lot of chances but they, they were not also creating chances they they had the ball obviously because they were on the on, on the better half of the field and they pinned us back a bit but but we felt comfortable. We we felt okay. We didn't feel the need to to start making subs right away. And then yes, Gabby started getting a bit tired. Even though he got behind him a few times and he put in some good crosses, we decided to to start making substitutions to see if if we could probably f- try to win the game. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's uh, I don't know, man. It's it's tough. I think especially in a in a in a deadlock game like this. I'm not even you know I don't know people people. I think. Uh, think the the halftime sub is necessarily a hot take or whoa, whoa, whoa. No, man, I, I think in a match like this, especially where you have grabbed some relatively early leads or at least had some decent performances early on when a goal is not going in, especially on the road, wouldn't hate it if it was maybe a little bit earlier, but uh, here we are. Yeah, um, I, I know that a lot. some people, of course, were clamoring for Carlos Harvey to come in earlier. Yeah. Um, I will say that one of the things that, that does stand out to me um, is you break down some of the player stats and it doesn't stand out in a positive way. Alejandro Fuenmayor, possession one, three, possession lost, 20. What's that now? I'm sorry. I, I misheard you. Did you Alejandro say Alejandro Fuenmayor gave the ball away 20 times oh, over the course of this one match. Okay, Man. that's not great. I mean, not Danny ideal. Trejo is next up there with 14, but Danny's a striker. I expect yeah. him to give the ball away a lot. Alejandro Fuenmayor giving the ball away 20 times is a problem. Um, yeah. Now, most of that times you're looking at it, it's through passing. Okay, he was okay in his duels. He was, well, he didn't really get challenged in the air particularly, only one aerial duel. Um, but when you give the ball away 20 times in a game, 
that's rough. That's very rough. Um, yeah, it's tough here. Mm. It's a toughie, man. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I see collective dam. That's unacceptable. Going man, Pat asking, wasn't that because he was just bombing it long for Alejandro Fuenmayor? I mean, yeah, but still, yeah, still, there, there's still a degree of I think you compare that to people like uh, Stenberg who can who can play an accurate long ball and there's a difference between playing direct and yes again i understand i understand the fact that tulsa are oppressing in those moments i understand the fact that the field surface isn't phenomenal and you've got to work out how exactly you're going to work out of those areas but at the same time you don't want to play hoofball that's not been this team's identity no. that's not what they've been doing okay i'm getting criticized in the chat for the comparison to to stenberg then because stenberg is actually very good you're right stenberg is very good at playing those long balls and i'm not expecting yes. a stenberg level performance from players like for in those moments but i am expecting better uh to devon's comment here about when is crutzen back crutzen was on the bench today yeah, he's been he's been coming off the he's, bench. He's on the bench. Matches. He's yeah, available. He's, he's been playing. Um, he's been playing. Not a minute. He's not playing. available. Um, Donald King did, however, make the trip here, uh, yeah. but he was not named to the eighteen. Of course, he is injured. That was one of the two changes to the starting lineup that we saw going into this game. Of course, he was replaced by Gabby Torres. The other change was that Renzo Zambrano came in for Carlos Harvey. Um, I. I... Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I still just look at that, look at that second half and, and think there were better ways on time that they could have gone about things. Um, I'm not sure. Yes, again, they're playing direct. It's a bit of a change up on times, but it just felt as though they weren't always on the same page. They managed to create one or two chances, but had to absorb a lot of pressure in doing so as well. And in fairness, they absorbed that pressure reasonably well. You actually look at the, the number of shots and the quality of those shots, and it's not amazing um, on Tulsa's side. Mm -hmm. um, Rising did a reasonable enough job, given the fact that they were letting Tulsa have 65% oh, of the yeah. possession. Oh, yeah. Of actually keeping themselves in the game, but it's still it's still a tough one. Um, they, they still really didn't quite create enough, and I think <laughs> as you sat there watching that, I understand Juan's comments about partly why he didn't want to make a change earlier, but at the same time, I think you're watching a game that feels increasingly as though Rising is not creating enough, um, not yeah. finding enough ways to work through that press, and then you have to really start asking questions as to why, why did it take quite so long? Could they have brought another physical presence on um, I mean, I, I've had people saying to me they thought Carlos Harvey should have been on substantially earlier. I don't necessarily disagree, um, but it's it was clear, I think, in again, it was, I believe, the first 15-ish minutes of the second half, and Tulsa had, I can read you, I can't read you because it doesn't want to scroll at the moment. Um, I believe they had over 70% of the possession. So it was it was quite clear in that moment, in that yeah. first 15 minutes after the break, what we were looking at in terms of the way that the game was changing. And I don't know if they adapted quite well enough to that. 
Yeah. And I mean, I, th- I think we're kind of like talking about the halves. I think you shared a stat. Uh, what is it that rising has failed to score? And I think the third most number of times in the league is that about yep. right in the first half. Yep. I've right? also finally managed to pull that possession number for the first 15 minutes of the second half. Tulsa had 75.7% of the ah. possession. Um, but yes, you are correct. Rising has failed to score a first half goal in 17 of 28 games. The only two teams that have done uh, failed in, in more games are RGV and Indy 11 this year. That's uh, that's that's definitely some company for sure. Uh, that kid uh, has a, has quite the the suggestion. We need a dumb red card to wake them up. Maybe around the twenty seventh minute. Um, yeah, that's something. That's uh, it's definitely that'll that'll definitely wake them up in some way. Or uh, going off going back, Pat's comments subbing in Max's shadow would have been better than waiting till the eightieth minute to make subs. And then going off Bandito's bluebirds still unbeaten in four, but one needs to show a greater desire to win. Yeah, I won't disagree. Um, I will say one of the few things, though, I, I think you look at that first half and you look at the way the momentum was building in that first half and you look yeah. at the way that Rising was, I think, as the half progressed, asking more questions of the goalkeeper, getting shots in better positions, uh, finding ways to work the ball into better positions. Then in some ways, and this can be just the way that these games happen, right? The halftime whistle comes at the wrong time for you as a team because you have that 15-minute break and it kills off some of that momentum. In this case, Rising, I think, went in as the team that looked on top, went in as the team that looked like they were going to find a breakthrough. And if given another 10 minutes or so, perhaps, probably would, I think, have found a breakthrough. They, of course, don't get that time because you don't get to play until you score. Uh, there is no Fergie time here in USL Championship oh. necessarily. Necessarily. Um, and so you come out for the second half, and as I mentioned, that 75% possession for Tulsa for the first 15 minutes, game's completely changed. The momentum has completely changed at that point. You're looking at something very, very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, you know, I mean, hey, maybe maybe something happens differently in this game. I don't know, it's tough. You can talk about how the subs go. You can talk about how this team is looking to go on the front foot. They had some, they had like some bit of momentum in that first half, right? We're threatening a bit, but here we go. Uh, when I go to Valley Tap Room, I'm threatening to drink a lot of beers uh, or buy beers, right? Maybe one of the two, um, right? Especially if you guys have been in Valley Tap Room, I make it happen. I do buy beers for the people. I'm a man of the people. It is confirmed. Many of you in the chat, please start uh, commenting and saying nice things about how many beers I have bought you, of which there have been many. That way we get this guy on my right or left, depending on how the screen is oriented to pipe down. Uh, but yeah, shout out Valley Tap Room. Always a good time, right? Uh, shout out my man Donald. You got some good stuff going on. Check out their Instagram at Valley Tap Room for some cool information. Coming up, we'll be there buying beers. Uh, I'll be buying beers. Uh, shoot, don't clip that. Um, anyway, yeah, shout out Valley Tap Room. Good time. Good people. And yeah, always a good time. Go Sports, go Valley Tap Room. Shout out Four Peaks as well. I'm going to be drinking Four Peaks when I'm at Valley Tap Room, right? It's my beer of choice. It is our beer of choice. They got the wows, the kills, the hazies, the all of that fun, delicious stuff. It is that, uh, you know, it's pumpkin porter season also. For those of you got your basic, uh, well, that's kind of a harsh. For those of you who like a good festive beer, you know, fall, right? You don't have to be basic. You can be basic, but you can also just like a, a good spicy it's not spicy a pumpkin spice beer you know the pumpkin porter they're double pumpkin porter as well my word we're talking about double the pumpkin porter it's freaking crazy over here four peaks it's awesome you can get that at four peaks pub on a street pub always have great stuff you can check them out at four peaks pub or at four peaks brew to uh grab some beers on instagram 
oh my gosh check out those accounts on instagram and then you have to go in person you know to uh buy beers but yeah seeing everyone right Ben is Bluebird. Max bought me two beers. Confirmed. Uh, Max is Shadow and Max buy beers at Valley Tap Room. Lea, uh, producer Leah is uh, producing us right now, and she says Pumpkin Porter is leap because it's freaking true. Devonall, I have bought cider. Yes, I, I you know I, I do everything. Shout out Four Peaks. I shout out Valley Tap Room. I do buy the beers. Um, not with me about buying beers, right? We already know that's a confirmed fact. Owen, let's go around the USL, shall we? Yeah, we should. Well, you know, I'll, I'll address one little thing there in the chat, actually, from Amy, which is, isn't that what warm-ups sure. and locker room talks are for? They need oh. to come out hungry and ready. I agree, but there's still elements whereby just it's 15 minutes of awkward downtime, um, even if you've got the locker room talk, even if you've got – it sucks a little bit out of you. Um, it's actually easier, I think, for the locker room talk to work if you are chasing a game more than if you feel like you're getting close and not quite there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good question. Um, I think there is still scope for that to play a role. I would agree with you on that one. Um, but yeah, let's have a look around the USL. Do you want me to read out the scores? Do it. Let's go. Pittsburgh Riverhounds three, Loudoun United one. Who? Half the Athletic and RGV postponed after eleven minutes. Can't really do anything about that. <laughs> Tampa Bay Rowdies two, Louisville City one. Arg maybe. Detroit City 2, Miami FC 1. 8 mile. Charleston Battery 2, San Diego Loyal 0. Battering. Memphis 901 0, Monterey Bay 1. More like call 911. Colorado Springs Switchbanks 1, San Antonio 1. Alamo. 73, <laughs> after 73 minutes, Orange County 0, El Paso 0. Orange County with... Let's see. What is it? Eight, eight game winning streak. They are threatening the USL championship record of 10 wins, but right now not winning. Max, if you want to talk about a boring game, 73 minutes in, there's been one shot on target between both teams. <laughs> we thought this one was okay. wrong. Oh, dear gosh. Okay. Oh, God. Just, just bear that in mind. And <sighs> one other score. Finally, oh. at half time, Las Vegas lights nil, Oakland roots one. Wait, wait, wait. Vegas? Losing? No. Yeah, it actually no. took a penalty. To be fair. Okay. All right. Took a penalty, but uh, yeah, nil nil uh, in that Orange County game, and there's been one shot on target between both teams. So uh, it's a fantastic game. Clearly, I'm sure it's a real fun for all ages. Um, mm. In fact, I'll have a look now as it stands. Again, seventy. Three minutes into the game, the two sides collectively have produced 0.23 expected goals. That's, uh, that's pretty low. <laughs> Not great. That's very low. To put it into perspective, uh, Rising Today produced... Point just Rising seven. alone produced... Seven? It was 0.87. Yeah. And Tulsa produced 0.49. So... Yeah. 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 Well, that's a it's a chess match. Uh, to to the one comment in there as well from Fat Kid, no, um, one shot on target. There would be more shots, just one on target. Okay, that clarification does help, but uh, mm -hmm. yeah, that's still not a lot. Still not a lot. There were five on target in this match, so yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, yeah, man, uh, let's get out of here. It's Saturday, Saturday night. Uh, anything else you would like to uh, leave the people with? Hang on a minute. What was that with the uh, USL record? We're getting some stuff here from Goddamn Pat. 
Uh, that's, that's what the graphics said, man. Uh, they said we'll that one. what the graphics said. We know it was a 20 game win streak. We know that Phoenix Rising did it in 2019. Yeah. What? It, yeah. That's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But then why the graphic? Yeah, I know. But why the, then I why heard the gra- this. I, I, w- I was told um, that this, this erasure was taking place. Um, some mm. people have reported back to me that this is what was being said on the broadcast. I can tell you right now that it is factually incorrect. Phoenix Rising does hold the record for 20 games, one in a row in USL Championship in a single season. They did, of course, in 2019. If you want to be really picky, you can start getting into whether number 20 should have counted. Uh, but it it, it did. Um, and so, yeah. Um. Can I clarify? <laughs> so, yes, 20 games. No, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. I know that. Can I clarify? I thought that the broadcast meant like for this season, but even that 10, I don't, I think they said Pittsburgh had it. That doesn't seem right. I, so thought, I, thought, someone, about- I thought someone had said Cincy, which was the previous record. I thought they were talking. I Cincy. thought they were talking about ten for this season. I thought they were talking about the season record for this season, USL record for this season. I of, don't. I don't think anyone's ah, won ten in a row this year. Though. That's what I thought. That's why I was very confused. No one's. Won yeah, I know they're not touching Ryzen's record at the moment, but I'm like, huh. I mean, it would be incredibly impressive given that most teams have not won more than about. 15 16 games. I mean, the most games won at the moment is Tampa Bay with 16. Um, hmm. I mean, I suppose it's possible, but I, I don't believe anyone's done so. Cincy is what it says on uh, look on um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Oh, well, I'm, I'm intrigued, eh. of course, it is factually incorrect to say that. Eh, well, win streak record is 10 one. games, it is 20. We know that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. president would know that given that he was. Working for the relevant club, at you ain't wrong. The like I time. like I said, I thought the broadcast were referring to this year, not all time, because yes, we know of the record. But yeah, no, uh, it does. It says uh, it says two wins shy of the USL Championship record, which was ten by FC Cincinnati in twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's correct. That's what they said at halftime. Well, they were referring to. Um, oh, they were talking oh, about Orange oh, County, I, how close they were okay, to breaking okay, the record. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I meant I misread that. I thought they said something about Pittsburgh and this year. Okay, well, I saw that for like two seconds. I was I miss I miss saw that. But they're trying to claim that all time. Y'all crazy. Y'all one hundred percent crazy. Let's end. Let's end on this, right? St. John McPhee's. We one hundred percent need a home game given the opponents rising has left. There is no good reason they don't. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. It's a it's a weird game. We're taking it in. We're uh, can only do better next time. Rising does have a week until their next match, so yeah, it's uh, a little time to regroup. And you're not going to have like a uh, uh, three games, eight days, a little time to catch up, hold your breath, all that stuff. And well, you don't have to wait too long for us because we'll be back on Tuesday, six we p.m. Yeah, we will. You know, we'll where? be back. We'll be back you know in where? studio. What's mm-hmm. up? Oh you yeah, know where? You know when? You do. Same you do. as it always is, Tuesday. Same as it always is in the freaking studio with this guy next to me, 6 p.m. Tuesday. But until then, appreciate y'all joining us for the PHNX Rising Best Game Show. Uh, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore underscore rising because uh, double the underscore. Uh, uh, I don't know what to say uh, for this game. Uh, double the... Uh, Double the... Mm-hmm. 
Someone in the chat, help us. What can we double? In the meantime, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Max David Simpson. You can follow Owen on Twitter at OJ Evans 18. There you go, fat kid. Thank you. Double the zeros. Okay. Also, PH Next Sports. Thank you. Uh, Leah, nice, yeah. double That's the true. zeros on the scoreboard. That does seem appropriate. You can follow Lee on Twitter at Leah Merrill. Um, also, you can follow all of our PH Next account, you know, PH Next underscore and then insert, uh, you know, Suns, Cardinals, Cavies, Diamondbacks. Uh, Wildcats, Sun Devils, all that fun stuff. Join us uh, if you guys are like football, by the way. Join us out tomorrow. BetMGM, watch party for free. Uh, free ticket giveaway, giveaways to Cardinals home games. All that fun stuff. If you re- if you wear a PHNX Cardinals shirt, I will buy you a beer. Boom. You can clip that. You can put that out there. There we go. If you are wearing a PHNX Cardinals shirt at our watch party tomorrow in Glendale, I will buy you a beer for free. We're also doing other special prizes, doing live shows, all that stuff. Good time. Good food. Lots of screens. Good time. But yeah, it's a such what a game. Here we are uh yeah let's get out of here it's a beautiful game way more beautiful when uh the team like <laughs> scores better and i yeah scores a goal and i don't have this uh shower thing next to me okay goodbye see you guys have a good weekend